Hi, docs. Welcome to the EntreMD podcast, where it's all about helping amazing physicians just like you embrace entrepreneurship so you can have the freedom to live life and practice medicine on your terms. I'm your host, Dr. Una. Well, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Entree MD podcast. Today is an absolute treat because I have the amazing Dr. Isabel Amiga. Did I say that right? I've been practicing. Yeah. <laughs> And she's a rheumatologist. She's an amazing doc in the Entree MD Business School. And we are going to have a fascinating conversation. She's going to take us behind the scenes, the journey of an entrepreneur, which is going to be amazing. So Dr. Isabel, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Hi. Hi. Okay. So I am going to give you a moment to introduce yourself to the audience so they get to know who you are. Okay. So yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much for having me. And you know, like you're a role model to uh, to me for sure. I really look uh, towards you. But so I'm Dr. Amig. I'm a rheumatologist. I did rheumatology in France. So that's why you have the accent. I cannot get rid of it. <laughs> and um, I moved uh, in New York City and I did my uh, residency again and fellowship again in rheumatology again, because I love it at Columbia University. And then I moved to Denver, Colorado, and I was in a wonderful institution, National Jewish Health, which is really remarkable for the past five years. And I just launched my direct care rheumatology practice. And technically today is the first day. So yeah, that's me. I mean, I feel special. That I get to be talking to you on the first day of your practice. This is, this <laughs> is so cool. Okay. So I haven't heard all of your stories. So I'm actually very, I'm so excited about this interview. So talk to me before, before the EntreMD Business School, right? Where were you with what you wanted to do with your career, work, all of that stuff? Like at that point, were you already thinking about starting a practice? What was going on then? Okay. Yeah. So I think I had a, you know, life altering moment. I got diagnosed with that, uh, stage four breast cancer. Uh, when was that now? Almost four years ago. So yeah. And I, I, it was actually, it went well. It wasn't, it was scary, of course, but it wasn't awful. It just, it just happened to be sort of my midlife crisis at 40. And so that's what I had to deal with. But the really cool thing in having this is that I had to pause and to look at where I was going, what I was doing with my life. And you know, I love being a rheumatologist so much. And I was doing, a, I was on the path of doing research before I got diagnosed. And I just realized that I was only doing research. I mean, not only, but like one of the main reasons to want to do research was because I couldn't handle, you know, full-time clinics and I needed time for me. And the time for me was doing research. And when I got this diagnosis, I basically cut back and I kept some clinical work because I love it. And suddenly I'm realizing, wait, hold on. The reason I'm doing research is mostly because I cannot do full-time rheumatology with insurance and so on and dealing with prior art and so all of those things. And so once, you know, as I was getting out of the, the treatment for cancer and so on, and then I was getting back to a more of a normal life, I would say, I just realized, I was like, hold on, like, I don't want to go back to the, being burnt out again, because I think that that was part of me being burnt out. And I want to really do life, like the life that I'm supposed to be. Like, I, I really want to be 
where I want to be truly. And that it's not the ego. It's really what do I want? Like, what's my purpose? What do I want? What do I, I get this second chance of being here and doing what I love, which is rheumatology. How does it have to look? And I listened to your podcast and I'm not one of those binge listeners. So I just listened here and there and it kept coming back, coming back. And then your name again popped up in one of the rheumatology Facebook group. And I was like, okay, I need to look even more into this. And I think you had a workshop or something. And and I was just like, okay, I'm just going to go all in and figure this out. Like, is there, like, can I potentially create something that looks like me? Can I create this holistic practice? And I remember super clearly the first talk that I had with you, I was like, I have this beautiful vision of this holistic medicine where there's like a ton of specialty and a ton of things that we're offering. And they were like, nope. <laughs> My hosts were crushed that day. <laughs> we're like, no. First, you do one thing. Then you become really good at that one thing. And then we'll move on. And I will tell you, I was very, I was sad for a little bit. I think it took me like one or two weeks to be like, I know she's right, <laughs> but I have to, you know, I have to agree with this and then I can finally go on. And I think literally a week or two after, after I was in the EBS, I gave my notice because I was like, that's it. That's what I want to do. And there was a lot of conflict internally of, and, and especially, right, like with this history of cancer, like doing my own business, that's so scary. I mean, it's like, oh, what happened? Like if anything happens. And then I was like, okay, what if anything happens? Those are all of the things that I'm going to do. And, I'm, and I started looking at locums. So this is what I'm going to do. And, and so I started just looking at, you know, plan A, B, C, D, E, just so that I have this vision, I have this path forward. But if, even if, if it doesn't work, it's okay. Like I'm a physician, it's fine. And, and it's, it's funny because I think I do this with the cancer. I'm like, I really want a life without recurrence. But, you know, it's the same thing in rheumatoid arthritis or lupus. I mean, we have other treatments. So I have to kind of like just think, how do I talk to my patients? And I'm like super optimistic when it comes to my patients. So I was like, I'm going to be the same person that I am when I'm the doctor to my patients. So, and yeah, I, I give my notice six months. I give them seven months. I give it my best that I absolutely adore my institution. It just wasn't working for me. And I felt that I wanted to offer something more to my patients so this holistic practice and the direct care allows me to do this because I don't have to deal with insurance and I don't have to deal with this headache so I can offer the best of me. And I'm so excited that there are some patients that were like, we don't want to lose you. So we want to come with you because I didn't tell them. I said like, hey, I have this podcast, can look into this. And they were like, please tell us you're not leaving Denver. And I was like, well, no, I'm not. But you should stay here because you're doing so well. <laughs> but yeah, so some patients are, I've already reached out and they are new. And some other patients are, you know, old patients. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm not stealing. They, they, they decide whatever they want to do. And they have choices. And I think that that's what uh, it's all about. But choices, having choices and having, having hope for the future. That's really that's what I've learned, right? Like having hope for the future and like never crush the hope of anyone and always bring hope. And that's my motto actually, hope driven by science. So that's important. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's going to take us a whole podcast episode to download and offload all the things that you just said. I mean, okay. First of all, you're brilliant. Like 
I love the way you think. I love the way you process things, right? So here are a few things that stood out to me, right? You're like, what do I want? And I, and I think as, you know, as humans in general, but I think physicians, I think that's a question we need to start asking. Like you took one for the team, right? So everybody doesn't have to have like a moment, right? And I'm so glad you're doing so well. But everyone can then ask themselves like, okay, Dr. Isabel is giving me the gift of her experience. So what do I really want? Right. And it's like, well, I can't really have what I want. No, that's not the, we, we do the how later, but what do I want? And what if we could think about that? What would practicing medicine on my terms look like? What would living life on my terms look like? You know, you know what I mean? So that was so powerful. And you're like, can I create something that looks like me? Right. Like my own thing. Ah, it's so good. And then one of the things, you know, I've started doing a lot of studying, like there are many people who could be in the same situation, but some people thrive and some people don't. What's the difference? And one of the things I found is commitment to their results. Because some, sometimes we can delegate the commitment. Like if this person does what they're supposed to do, I'll get the result. But when you find someone who is like, I am committed to my results, it's amazing what they can create. And that's exactly, you're like, I was just like, I'm going to go all in, right? You <laughs> You've only been in EBS for two seconds, but you're like, yeah, I'm going to go all in. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to join EBS. I'm going to do all these things. I'm going to figure it out. And the scary unknown comes. What if, what if, what if you're like, okay, well, if this happens, I will do ABCDE. If that happens, I'll do ABCDE, which takes away the fear, right? Cause it's like, I already, I already planned for that. This is, there's no surprise. There's no, you know, I mean, like, this is so good leaving on the right terms. And I want to say that to everyone who's listening who's going to go from a job to their own business, you heard her, you don't want to burn bridges because there are people at the old institution who could be referral sources. There are people from the old institution who could open doors for you somewhere else. There, And you're going to have somebody you work with. And the last thing you want to do is reap <laughs> a nasty, you know, like a nasty de departure or anything like that. So, I mean, this is, this is ah, so good. Okay. So, so now you're like, this is scary. Oh my goodness, but you said yes. And you're talking about seeing patients today and you're talking about some new patients, some old patients. So is marketing something you like to do? How are you finding these people? Like what's going on? <laughs> no, I just, you know, I had faith. Okay, so this is, this is really cool. I, I usually go with my guts and there was a gut feeling. I remember, okay, so number one, my commitment, my investment to EBS was 10% of my yearly salary. So it was it was significant, right? But I remember and you said like you have I can't remember you have you have incredible words for everything you said. I wish I was as good. But uh, you said something along the line of like go in, go full, right? Like to uh, the full cohort that the new cohort that was there and I was like you're right. I'm here. I'm going to I'm committed. And I remember I created my podcast the first week the first week I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I have no idea, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to start. And I just had faith that whatever you were telling us to do was like, will work. And I was like, there's like, what's the risk of me going fully in, in everything that you're telling us to do? I mean, like literally, yeah, I have a podcast out there. It's not great. Maybe one person has listened to it. Who cares? Like my ego might be hurt, but that's okay. And then I started also looking at, you know, this, the community that you created. And I keep telling you how amazed I am because especially in medicine, coming from France where everything is ranked. So you're constantly having this 
idea that you're competing against each other. And uh, suddenly you're like, uh, you're in a medicine, like doctor's group that is not competing with each other. And you keep telling us, don't do comparison because that's comparitis. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been doing my whole life. I compare myself all of the time. And suddenly I don't have to, and I just have to commit to doing what my leader really like you is telling me to do. And it's, it's not like, oh, I'm blindsided, but it's just like, it makes sense. I'm going to do it. And the podcast made sense. And creating this sort of movement because I wanted to help also, right? So I was like, if I can help before I'm even opening my practice, that's a win-win for everyone, right? So it's a win for my practice. It's a win for my patients. And it's a win even for the people who I'm like, you know, for the institution I'm at, because it's like, it's still a big deal for them, right? Like the CEO talked to me and he was like, oh, you created your podcast, liked it, you know? And I was like, okay, that's great. But yeah, I think having faith, seeing what other people in this community were doing and also seeing their doubts and they share their doubts, they share their struggles. And then you're like, oh, well, now I can compare myself because I am going through all of this and I'm learning just as much from the successes than I'm learning from all those struggles and being like, oh, wow, I'm having this doubt. And you know, what's funny is when you're coaching someone else, you're actually coaching you. So when someone else on the EBS has like a rough day and you're like, hey, don't worry, no, 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 like uh, do this or do that or what have you considered this or have you considered that, you're actually coaching yourself. And that was huge. And I will tell you, like the first week of EBS, I had made my money back. I remember telling this to my partner. I was like, John, I made my money back. I've never, ever, like this is the best thing I've ever done in medicine since going to medicine. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm so glad I'm here. Wow, that's amazing. First week, huh? <laughs> yes, first week. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so talk to us about, you know, like, I'm, I, like your first patient is this afternoon. So talk to us about, you know, your plans for your practice, what you see about it, maybe some of, even some of the, the, the challenges as you're setting it up and the, you know, how you overcame that. Just give us the spill. Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing was to create this podcast, right? So created this podcast just to put myself out there and then creating a mailing list so that I would, you know, I would have people that I knew were at least interested in my podcast or, you know, the social media I was creating. And so I was like, oh, okay. So they are interested in this. And so then once you're on the verge of opening, so I, you know, I finished on December 31st, my, my, uh, at my institution, previous institution, I could send an email to all of those people who were interested on day one, on January 1st. Right. So that's what I did actually. And then, you know, there's, there's quite a bit that actually reached out and said, hey, we want, uh, we, we are interested, we want to move forward. And it's, it's really interesting because there were some people who had no idea because they were new, right? And I, like my website was about the podcast. It wasn't about the practice. And so there were people who were waiting and I think I disappointed them by not taking insurance, but, it, you know, and I remember like after the fourth no, I was like a little bit like, ooh, did I do the right move? Like, and I remember I have like my goals for this year that are like literally next to my computer. And I started just looking at those and I was like, no, I'm committed to this. I'm not going to start worrying. I will just 
figure out if maybe the way I'm expressing what I want, like, you know, what this is, maybe is not right. And I'm, I'm working on this, like, currently. But I'm not going to worry about this. And I've got it. Like, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm just going to pivot, like, if I need to. But yeah, so the, uh, the social media slash podcast and the people interested with this emailing list. And I think I have about 100 people now. Uh, which is amazing. I remember like starting, I think I started in June. It looks like a lifetime. So in June, I had like one person the first month. <laughs> like, you know? And now I have like 100. And I that's think it's amazing. Increasing. Yeah. That's amazing. I mean, thanks to you. <laughs> thanks to UBS. So yeah, but so doing that and then sending calls to action, like work with me, work with me. I'm here. And I'm not sending calls to action because I want to make money. I'm not sending calls to action because but it's really because it's like, hey, this is what I'm offering. If you're interested, I'm here. Like I created this for you and not for my ego, because if it was for my ego, I would stand, I would write research and look at my name on a first, like, you know, first author on a paper. But no, what, like I know I'm good. I can range, you know, the, the, the Eastern principle and all this like uh, Western medicine and I can you know, all the things that I've learned in my own journey for cancer, I can teach that to my patients and take the time. So it's like serving. And you keep saying this, right? Serve and earn. And I'm like, yeah, I'm serving. But the truth is that I want it to be successful because to me, it would be a success for my patients, but also for doctors, because I'm hearing so many of them feeling burnt out or on the verge of depressed, sad, angry and I'm like if I can show that this is working even if they don't jump and they don't do it they'll know that they have that possibility that they have this option and that's huge to me right so I'm I'm like yeah this is just one for the team like I'm just gonna I'm gonna do it (laughs) oh man you are speaking my language right because (laughs) because there's there's one thing about serving and earning but there's the other thing of because what this means is you're part of the Calvary, right? You see that there's a problem in medicine. You're seeing what doctors are going through and you're like, you know what? I'm going to take one for the team. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to make this work. And then now they have options, right? You talked about that that earlier. Now you have options, right? Like you, So you can choose what is going on now or you can choose this new way. You know what I mean? And when you're living to be an example, there's just something so special about it. It's harder to burn out. It's harder to quit, right? Because it's not, it's, it's about, no, like I'm like, there are thousands of people behind me and not in a, in a legalistic bad, I'm stuck kind of way, but it's like, no, I, if, cause if I can get this right, they can get it kind of like what a parent would do for their kids is so amazing. I'm, I'm happy that you're there. That's, that's a fun place to be. Okay. So you've given us so much gold, right? And I'm going to ask the community, right? So and doc that's listening, you may live in Colorado or you, you may be a primary care doc in Colorado. You know, a primary care doc in Colorado, Colorado. And I would love for us to collectively support Dr. Isabel, right? And so Dr. Isabel, where can people find you? Where can, can they find your podcast? If they want to send patients who have these conditions there, you know, social media, all of that, where can we find you? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you for doing this. Yeah. So I'm on average MD because it's the full version of the patients <laughs> and the full version of the physicians. So onabridgemd.com is the website. And then uh, you can actually, there is a way to refer patients from there that's going to be put very soon. So in the next week, there will be a way to refer onabridgemd.com. And, uh, and the podcast is onabridgemd. 
it's on all the regular platform. You can also find it on YouTube. And yeah, I think if you look at uh, Isabel, Direct Care, Rheumatology, or On Average MD in Colorado, that I will be uh, easily findable there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I want to tell you thank you for, because we could have come on and we could just say, oh, you know, I, I decided I'll quit and I started my job, blah, blah, blah. But you really took us behind the scenes, gave us like the way you were thinking about things, the decisions you made, what the challenges were, how you overcome, you know, like all of that. And I really want to thank you for that because that is people can find themselves in that. People can learn lessons from that. And it's really, really powerful. Those stories are powerful. There's somebody listening right now who, you know, maybe has thought about the business school, but it's kind of where you were. And they're like, is 10%. Uh, I, I've never actually heard someone articulate it that way. So I'm like, I'm going to borrow that line. Is 10% of my annual salary, you know, like, so I don't know. I don't know if it will work for me. I don't know if I can make that investment. I don't know if I can pull it off or if it will be a waste of time and money. What, what would you tell that person? I think you have to go with your guts. If you feel like, you know, seeing all of those uh, students of EBS thriving, like literally thriving, I think to me, that spoke to me. And I was like, I want to be one of them. <laughs> so that's, to me, that was it. And honestly, like best investment I've done. Like I, I've actually, I'm, one of my colleagues is starting. I'm so excited oh, for her. So and cool. she does, yeah. And she doesn't, I don't even think she has the idea or maybe she has the beginning of an idea. But she's like, no, I know that there's more and I want to be part of this salary, right? She hasn't put it into those words, but she's like, I'm seeing you, Isabel, and I know that this is going to be good for me. And I'm like, yeah, you see me, like, know that it's going to be good for you. So yeah, I'm, I'm like a big advertiser for EBS because it's just, it's life-changing. It's like in this era where everything seems so gloom and, you know, so sad about medicine, it's like, no, you don't have to be sad. You don't have to be beaten up and you don't have to think that you have no autonomy or no say in what's happening. No, just take, take back control of your life and autonomy and hope. And I think that that's what you bring us. You bring us hope and you're not saying it's going to be easy. You're not saying it's going to happen without work, but like you're giving us hope. And to me, that is what life is all about. Like just hope. So I'm so grateful for EBS. You have no idea. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so, and I'm so grateful you're in the community because, you know, there is, you know, what we call in EBS, we call it the commonwealth, right? Like, so it's not, it's what everybody brings to the table and it just creates this really rich place that no matter what you're looking for, it's a, you know, like it's a, it's a Facebook post away, you know, (laughs) you know, you know what I mean? Such a rich community. So thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for sharing your story. If you've been thinking, this is not a pitch. This is just what it is. So, you know, turn in your application. It's application only on tramd.com forward slash business. And we don't try to convince anybody to join the school. Like when you put in your application, get on a, on a phone call with you. And if we just, if we look at it, we're like, yeah, what you're looking for is not really something we do. We're going to tell you that's not something we do. Like we're very open with it. We've told people this is not a good fit for you. We've done that before. Many times before, actually. But if it's like, this is what, you know, this is what I want to do. And we're perfect at solving that problem. It, I mean, like, like she said, it's, it's a game changer. It really is. So Dr. Isabel has, you know, done a really great job here sharing her story. And um, I want you to take the time to share this episode with another doctor. Because like she alluded to, lots of gloom, lots of, you know, gloom and doom and, and all of that. But the truth of the matter is, while this is 
a really quote unquote bad time in the physician community, it is also one of the best times because everything is about to change, right? So I just want to invite you to, to, to share this and be someone who's spreading change to other physicians, uh, be part of the Calvary. And Dr. Isabel, thank you again so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Una. Yay. Okay, people, go share the episode. I'll see you on the next one. Hey, if you love listening to the EntreMD podcast, I want to invite you to join EntreMD On Demand. It is my signature subscription program that gives you access to a library of business courses designed to help you do one thing as a physician entrepreneur, and that is to thrive. Just head out to EntreMD.com forward slash On Demand, and I love to have you join us. See you on the inside.